The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, look at that. It's uh, 2.05 on this hump day. day. We made it halfway through the week. It's going to be a good uh, Wednesday show, too. We've got Dr. Gantz coming in after, well, at 3 o'clock. What's Dr. Gantz talking about today? <laughs> Christmas, surviving Christmas with you your go. family. Well, this would be the most appropriate time to have that conversation. <laughs> well, that's... Uh, so that's good. That sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. As well, at uh, 2.15, Kent Morrison from Global Edmonton is going to join us. He was uh, on scene today. Is that huge? Huge convoy made its way uh, Highway 2 down through uh, Nisku showing the support for uh, Alberta's energy sector. So we'll talk to him, get an update. At one time I'd heard th- they're talking 1,200 vehicles involved in this. Really, I know planners originally had hoped to get 100, yeah. as I recall. Yeah, so, and, yeah. and the numbers just keep bumping up, bumping up. And at one point, I think there was talk that it could possibly be a Guinness record mm. for convoy sizes so yeah we'll talk to uh we'll talk to kent morrison we'll cover that uh all up coming up uh, very shortly nice what's going on here uh with the studio oh, or yeah sorry uh, just yeah our show well just life yeah. You know? Yeah, you know, uh, I was up quite early this morning, as you might know, because I, I think I sent you some story I, ideas. I was rather surprised. Yeah, like 8.30 this morning. Well, I, I got up early this morning because uh, I don't even know why, and I heard movement downstairs in my house. Uh-oh. And then I saw a notification from my burglar alarm and thought, well, I should probably go check that out. It was a uh, hunter. He had to go to... Uh, University to write a final. He's done now with his exams for this term. Uh, but since I was up anyways, I ended up driving him to the LRT, and yeah. then he got coffee, and then yeah, I yeah. started working on the show, and then I, you know, did whatever, whatever. And it, I was done and wrapped by, like, nine, <laughs> you know? And it, you've what do you do? I got five mm-hmm. hours until the show starts. Until, you know, well, four hours, really, till I should be here. Four and a half, we'll say, split the difference. So I should have been here early, and... and you know, we joke about me coming in at, you know, one minute showtime. It's it's not really true, but today it was. <laughs> I mean, I do most of my work at home, and I, yeah. I, you know. You come in and print and come on the air. Yeah, that's all I do. I, I just show up, check my email one last time, print everything that I prepared at home, and I email it to myself. But at about um, 1 o'clock, mm. showered, dressed, and ready to come to work, I uh, thought I'd surprise you, not only email you early in the morning, but, but arrive at work, you know. 45 minutes before showtime. And then just the weirdest thing, uh, I was just walking through the bedroom to say something to Carol, and I noticed the cable box in our bedroom (laughs) didn't have a power light. And I thought, oh, that's odd. So I hit the power button, and oh, gee, really? And then I unplugged it and plugged it back in, and and then you know you start pulling it out. You get dust bunnies from twenty years yeah, ago, yeah. and you know it's like, well, I don't know what that. I don't know what's happened there. It's just stopped working, and we don't really use that box in the bedroom. So okay, but I can't have a piece of technology mm. that doesn't work mm. in my home. Mm. So I phoned Shaw and ended up getting uh, routed uh, through to Winnipeg, where I talked to Paul, great guy, and. Before you know it, Jay, I, I think I bought a new house. I'm not really sure what all I agreed to. <laughs> Apparently, I've had this package for the better part of 20 years. And, and it's sort of like an old house where I've put extensions on it and added a floor and dug out a basement. The package no longer makes sense. 
because each time I've added a box or added some high speed or, a, you know, whatever, I've added that to the package yes. to the point now where, and Carol's mentioned it several times, that our cable bill is $300 and some a month. What? Right. Which he's just like, why is it that much? And I'm like, I don't know. And, and But we have hosting on there, too. I, I host a bunch of websites. So there's some internet stuff on there as well. Um it, but the guy had the same reaction. Like when I, I just phoned to say I need a new box. Like just how do I get a box to put in the bedroom? And and he was like, you oh, know, well I got you on the phone. I'm like, no, don't even finish that sentence because I don't want to buy anything. He's like, well you really do. Uh, and he starts going through everything I can do, and uh, he's going to save me 150 dollars a month. Like he's going to cut my bill in half, but it involves sending a guy out. Um, to switch to swap every box out the modem like all the equipment's going to get swapped mm. out and um my only concern now is i have to sign a well carol signed a contract by email apparently on my way to work for five years oh but you know i haven't phoned sean 20 so it shouldn't be a problem having a five-year contract uh now we wait to find out when the the guy or gal can come on out to the oh. house and do all of this work. Cause and you hung up the phone at, at quarter to two. I did. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. like I kept looking at my watch and I, I just, gotta go. I got to, I got to get to work and Carol wouldn't take the phone from me. And you know, and then I just bolted out the door and, and everyone drove slowly in front of me and I just got here, but I'm here now. Mm. And apparently I've, I'm going to have, and then at one point he's like, you know, I could save you another fifty dollars or whatever it was a month if I get rid of all these NHL channels. I'm like, buddy, don't, don't even. even think about it. I mean, I wouldn't have minded if it went out last yeah, night yeah. during the game, but otherwise, I mm. do want to be able to watch the Oilers yeah. play. Well, we woke up at um, I don't know two o'clock in the morning last night to oh. uh, a dog puking on the carpet again. Uh, so Willow was sick uh, again last night, and then some sort of uh, screaming banshee in the backyard. Mm. I don't I don't know what was in the backyard last night or in the neighborhood, but it sounded like it was killing something or being killed. I don't oh, know what really? it was, but it scared the crap out of us. And uh, yeah, it was uh, rather terrifying. Both of us said that doesn't sound like the normal coyotes. Oh. Like when they're they're howling um, and doing their thing. And then it stopped, and then it was silent. Oh, well, that's good. Like, so Ugh. probably dead, whatever it is. Well, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, just haven't slept a whole lot. So, oh. yeah, tons of fun. All right. So we're on that uh, We're on that note. So as we mentioned, uh, we are going to be talking about that big convoy. Boy, oh, boy, what a what a massive turnout. Um, you know, 1,200, 1,500 vehicles involved uh, through Nisku Leduc. Um, flights being delayed mm-hmm. at the airport because staff couldn't get... Uh, uh, couldn't get there. It was, uh, it was absolutely phenomenal. Andrew Shear, the uh, leader of the Conservative Party, speaking, just started speaking a, a short time ago. So we'll be talking with Kent Morrison here in just moments about the rally. He was there covering it for Global Edmonton at noon. Plus, we'll hear from the organizer. Plus, we'll hear from some of the folks who were in the convoy as well. And love to hear from you after about, uh, well, once we finish talking to Kent, if you were there, if you took part, mm-hmm. love to hear from you at 4960063. We'll take a break here uh, on the other side. Kent Morrison from Global Edmonton. Okay, it's 2.15, as we mentioned, a huge show of support for Alberta's energy industry today. You got that right. It came in the form of a massive truck convoy that made its way through the Nisku Industrial Area. Global uh, Edmonton's Kent Morrison was there. He joins us now on the phone. Hey, Kent. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. This had to have overwhelmed even the organizers. I think original estimates by them were they were hoping for somewhere in the neighborhood of 100 trucks. How many trucks ended up showing up? 
Boy, if I could have counted them, I would have tried. But it <laughs> overwhelmed me, too. And you know what? Uh, the last estimate I had from um, Mike Lake, who was sort of emceeing Andrew Shear's uh, speech and rally, was about 1,400 trucks wow. involved in this thing. And so I, I was there for about half an hour, 45 minutes, sort of at the, the gates of where things were opening up at, at uh, Blackjack. That's where the rig had all sort of, uh, they'd all kind of congregated from 10 to 1130. But you know what? By the time they were starting to roll, they were still rigged coming off the highway. The overpasses were blocked. It was just semi-truck after semi-truck after semi-truck. You can probably still hear them. We're on the highway now headed back to Edmonton. They're still blasting on the horn. So they lapped around 22 kilometers of, uh, of uh, around Nisku, and there was concern at some point that the head might run into the tail before everybody even got onto the road. So it was an enormous uh, showing from, from truckers that we knew were coming from Grand Prairie. Uh, we talked who had come up from Calgary to kind of help with traffic control. They said they passed about a convoy of about 50 uh, trucks on the way up from southern Alberta, too. So it, it just massive. Well, what a sight. Uh, organizers must be incredibly pleased uh, with the turnout. Uh, we know that there was uh, some delays uh, airport at the airport because of uh, difficulty for people getting to the airport, that sort of thing, Kent. Um, what were you hearing today? What was the overwhelming message that, uh, that the truckers were telling you uh, when you were talking with them? You know, it was, it was truckers and, and a lot of people from who either worked in NISCU or who had just come to, to, you know, wave at them as they went past. A lot of them saying that, you know, this last couple of years have been tough, especially in NISCU. And they just want people to be aware that there's a passionate group of people who want to get to work and feel like they're not giving, being given the opportunity to do the work that they'd like to or want to or need to do and that sort of was the unifying message that I got from people that I talked to on the street was that they heard this was happening and they wanted to come out and show support and show anybody who's watching that there's a large group of Albertans who want to go to work and you know we, we heard from the federal government yesterday about the 1.6 billion dollars uh, they said we would rather have some sort of initiative to get get us back to work we don't want a handout or a loan we want to get to work and that was hmm. seemingly the overarching theme from people that i talked to so kent was this organized prior to the announcement of the 1.6 billion dollars or was this organized in response to that announcement it was actually organized beforehand i, I spoke with the organizer uh, Lori, uh earlier this morning and he said that it was about monday about four o'clock he got this idea just as a as a as a route we've seen rallies in the past week and he thought that he could be able to organize something pretty big from NISCU involving truckers. So from 4 o'clock on Monday afternoon to about 10.30 this morning, it seems as though he was able to gather about, I conservative guess, a 1,000 trucks wow. uh, here in NISCU rolling around here today. So the conservative leader, uh, Andrew Scheer, uh, there this afternoon, I think he, he might still be speaking. Um, what, what was he saying to the crowd, Kent? Well, we, you, you mentioned to Jalen earlier about the traffic delays, and especially from the airport. Andrew Shear was about half an hour late for the rally that was scheduled for 12.30 because he couldn't get from the airport oh boy. to the uh, drilling company that was hosting him in Nisku. He actually had to get out and walk. He walked across the, um, the um, overpass over Highway 2 to this business, which isn't far from the overpass, but still he had to get out and walk because... He was half an hour delayed by the time that he 
decided to, to get out and walk. So that gives you an idea of how tied up things were. The guy that everybody was sort of here to see couldn't even get to where he was trying to go. <laughs> uh, but when he got there, it was very, it felt very, very, very much like a, uh, like a campaign speech. He, he said to the people that, uh, you know, the Liberal, the liberal government isn't, isn't standing up for these people and the Conservative government, the best way that many changes can be made is to vote Conservative in the upcoming election. So it very much felt like a campaign stop, you know, here in December in an election that happens next fall. Mm-hmm. But that was basically the, the, uh, the theme of his message was that the Conservative government is going to undo anything that that they perceive the Liberal government has done to um, to handicap this oil and gas industry. So um, it, it was a lot of that. And then he, after he, he gave his speech, he answered some questions, a lot of them about why we should vote for you. And uh, after that, he, he hit the streets. When we just left him just a few minutes ago, he was uh, in this view. Uh, he just jumped into a, uh, one of the rigs and was speaking with, with truckers on the radio and then was out on the street uh, jumping into cabs and trucks and things like that. Mm. So it very much felt like a campaign stop um, for the, the leader of the Conservatives. Well, it had to be so fortuitous for sheer that this rally ended up attracting as many people as it did because yeah i mean the it was a scheduled visit anyways but this had to have added to the momentum of whatever it is he came to alberta to say in the first place absolutely and he he didn't come alone either he he brought an mp from quebec with him who he introduced made sure to introduce at this uh at this rally that he was having and um he, he mentioned numbers that, that came from quebec saying that about 60 percent of people in quebec would rather have Canadian oil than something imported, and he made sure to bring that up in, in this um, conservative MP who was from Quebec and echoing those same sentiments. So, yeah, he certainly, it seemed like uh, fortuitous is a good, is a good word. He, he certainly seemed to be trying to take it as much advantage as possible. And now the uh, convoy is making its way, as I understand it, Anthony Henday to the ledge? That was discussions when, when, uh, when I left sort of the Blackjack area, they were just deciding, seemed like almost on the fly, that they, they might try to get out to the Anthony Henday. We are currently on Highway 2, uh, QE2 right now, uh, headed north towards Edmonton. It is basically gridlocked. We're stopped right now yeah. on the highway. So um, it, there's a lot of trucks with us. So the last I'd heard was that was uh, a plan in motion. So I'm not sure if they've decided on that, but it seems as though a lot of trucks are headed up the highway uh, towards Edmonton. All right, and John just texted in as well and said there's a, it's just at a standstill on Highway 2 near Niskugo RV. A major accident has happened there. Ambulance and fire trucks trying to do their work there as well, so that could be plugging things up uh, even more so. Kent, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to join us this afternoon. Appreciate it. Absolutely, you're welcome. Thank All you. All right, take it easy. Uh, Kent, Kent Morrison from Global Edmonton. Uh, Kent mentioned Lori Ryan, the organizer of the, uh, the convoy of Mm -hmm. this rally. Here's what he had to say earlier today. We're just trying to get awareness out to the rest of our province, the rest of our country, and recognize that uh, we're looking to go to work and we want to keep the industry going. We want to show the support to the industry as a whole for the people, the nation, and to show the rest of the world there that, you know, we're concerned about going to work and providing for our families. 
Uh, it's been four years there. It's been a struggle there. We're trying to make a living and we're trying to feed families, employees, families, and so on and so forth. We're coming into a tough time of the year. We've got Christmas right around the corner. So we're trying to make a living for everyone else as well. So it was Lori Ryan, the organizer of the, uh, the, the convoy, the rally today. If you were in it, give us a shout at 496-0063. If you are in it right now and you want to talk uh, about what you saw, what you heard, uh, again, 496-0063. You can text us at 630-630 as well. Kyle was in the convoy. This is what he had to say. Oh, there, there's highway tractors, there's welding trucks, there's pickup trucks, cars, vans, you name it. We're all in this together. Um, you know, I work for a pipeline company, and, you know, this this affects everyone. And, you know, you see Canada flags, you see Alberta flags, everyone's on the side of the highway, on the side of the roads, waving with signs and everything. You know, it's just great to see everyone come together for such a such a special moment right now. There's people all the way up from uh, Grand Prairie came down here. You know, that's a, a big oil city. And, you know, they, they're driving all the way down here to come and support something like this. It just brings everyone else together. A lot of people on the text line saying they'd like to see this uh, going across the country, heading to Ottawa and uh, arrive at Parliament Hill. Justin's on the phone this afternoon. Hey, Justin, you're at the rally. Hey, Jalen, how are you? I'm, I'm actually in the rally on the hand day again, yeah. Oh, so you're back. I, you're, you, we're getting yeah. texts that you guys are on the hand day now. Oh, my God, it's, it's amazing. I, I, I talked to you guys last week, you and Andrew, on the blue and white light situation in yep. the province. And mm-hmm. uh, that was very positive. I've got lots of good feedback with that Ryan show and everything. And, and we took this in as a, as a company because uh, we've been in business in the heavy wrecker industry for a while which is dependent on the trucking industry, as you know. And uh, I'll tell you, to see an outpouring of, of support from the province and from the operators in the province, it's, it's just amazing. So give us an idea of, um, you know, you said it's, it's amazing, but, uh, you know, being, did you did you hear the Conservative leader speaking? Did it resonate with you or did you stay in the rig or were you able to get close enough? I actually, I actually knew where it was going to culminate, and we split off before the end of the circuit, right at uh, 625 there, because there, there certainly wouldn't have been enough parking for the truck. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, we took a lunch break, and now we're headed into the city, and we just happened to get into the center of the, of the convoy on the hen day. Yeah, it's it's been amazing, Jaylen. As I mentioned, being in the industry, it's good to see the the people coming together, and hopefully, as a united. Uh, a united front we we make a difference with the government andrew shearer was amazing i saw him on the television and i didn't think it was a uh, a campaign thing i think he's uh, he's true about what he has to say about what's happening in this province and in western canada and I, I firmly believe he will be the next Prime Minister of Canada. You know, uh, these can't all be lease operators. There has to be a lot of company trucks among them. So, I mean, was there, generally Andrew, speaking... There was, there was companies out there that I am so happy to see them out there because not all of them are dependent on the oil and gas industry. They're transportation companies that do have a spin down, like a, a spin-off of the industry yep. as, as everything is in Alberta. However... It's not all about the oil and gas. It's about everything else. And if you're an operator on the pro- on the on the highway, it makes a big difference to have this kind of support. Did Did you happen to hear among the other drivers? I mean, uh, that was going to be my question. If If employers who had company trucks in this convoy uh, basically yep. had yep. given permission or supported the idea of those trucks being pulled off whatever jobs they were supposed to be on to be in the convoy. 
Absolutely, because there is strength in numbers, as you know. And what I found really heartwarming is when we went around the full circuit, the people that piled out of the companies and stood on the front street to wave and to and to rec- recognize what we were doing. It was just it was just heartwarming. Hmm. It really was. Uh, Justin, uh, we are getting some uh, texts coming in this afternoon. People ticked off that you know that uh, you're blocking businesses, that you're <laughs> plugging up uh, traffic, all that sort of stuff. What's the message that uh, you want folks uh, that are listening right now to hear? is get behind your truckers in Alberta because it is the foundation, the backbone of the province. And, you know, I've heard things that a lot of people couldn't afford to get fuel to come out here. Well, the guys that did come out here, hopefully their time wasn't wasted because I felt it was a very positive thing happening in the province. And, and, you know, for him to put it together in that short of a span, it just shows that this, this, this economy is hungry for change. Justin yeah. Green. Yeah. yeah, just a fuse waiting to be lit. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> Justin, thanks. It could grow into something bigger than both you and I. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, thanks for giving us a show today. Really You're appreciate it. Great to welcome, hear from you. Jaylen, and, and again, we, we do appreciate your your input as, as a radio station. You guys are right on top of it. you got your finger on the pulse of what's happening. Well, thanks for listening, Justin. Take care now. Drive safely. Okay, dear. Bye-bye. All righty. It's uh, 229. Gil, I want you to hold the line here. We'll talk to you after the 230 news again. If you're in the rally or you were at the rally, you're in the convoy, give us a shout at 4960063. We'll take a quick break here for the 230 news. More of your phone calls, more of your comments right after this. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.